Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Third down and goal from the 10. 21 seconds to go for the Cats. Schmidt in the gun, stands on the 15. Stepping back, Schmidt looking over center. It's caught! It's a touchdown! It's a touchdown! It's a touchdown to Ibeadei! The Bearcats take the lead with 16 seconds to go! Oh, Bubba, what a play! Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 41 of Walk On Radio. What a call by Rob Hibb. We love him. He does a great job with the local radio, and he's got such great emotion, and obvious for good reason why, Humph, We are national champions. Oh, my goodness. It's so weird saying it. It's so exciting. We have a whole episode talking about the national championship, our experiences, the game. But, Humph, let's get your overall reaction. We've just won the national championship. It's the day after. We just had our team meeting, kind of talking about everything. And the trophy was sitting in the office looking at us big and gold and looks great. So, Humph, talk to me about it. How are you feeling right now? Well, Dalton, uh, I can... In in our forty one episodes of of Walk on Radio, I can I can assure you that this is the most special uh, for me because you know for the rest of our lives for the rest of our podcast lives, Dalton, we're national champions and and the theme of and we'll we'll get into more of kind of what the message was and what Coach Keeler had to say to us, but immortality is it seems to be the common theme uh, and this is forever, Dalton. I mean, our kids, you know, will celebrate this. Their kids will celebrate this, and their kids will celebrate this. You know, uh, it's just something that that forever. You know, this this specific group of guys are, are, are going to have a lifetime bond. That you know, we put together one of the more impressive runs in in FCS college football history. I mean, you know, you. You you know you can decide you can go back and look you know they'll they'll be naysayers but I, I really would argue that this is probably this is probably the greatest national championship run especially playoff wise ever um, just look who, just look who we've beat um, and and what we had to overcome to get there uh, and it seemed that you know even never losing a game uh, we were still doubted to to an extent uh you know the soft houston comments the the softland you know they don't they don't play anybody in conference whatever well there was one southland conference team in the playoffs and that team beat everybody else you beat the missouri valley you beat the big south you beat the caa big sky you you, you know you didn't even get to them uh and so dalton it's 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 with my pleasure to say that you and i are champions man and uh we had a quote we ain't done yet. We, we've been saying it this whole time. Dalton, we're done. We, we are done. We're done. We have finished. We are done. We won. It feels really good. We got our we got a ring size Yep, today. that was cool. Really cool. The, we, the whole meeting was cool. Oh, man. It, just sitting there listening to, to basically how great we were uh, <laughs> and winning the national championship was awesome. Yeah, and, and I know that people saw it on Twitter. We have the receipts. Nobody oh, had our back this oh. whole season. So, Humph. You know we're gonna get into it, but I know you got a little, you got a little frustration about that. But let's let's have some good news. Let's start about let's talk about our journey there. Let's talk about the playoffs. You kind of touched up on it. Which game do you in the three games, not counting this one? So we have Monmouth, North Dakota State, James Madison. In your opinion, which one was the hardest out of the three to face? I know you have North Dakota State and and who they were, but James Madison was a tough team. Of course, you have Monmouth, a team that everyone you know kind of slept on it, and it was really good. Got the bad seed. Again, how are they feeling right now? I know they're pretty juiced up that uh, next year is going to be a yeah. good run, oh, yeah. but which out of those three did you think was the hardest for us to face? So I personally, I think I think there's two ways you can answer this. I think pregame and possibly overall talent, I'll go North Dakota State, uh, just dealing with who they were and, and what they brought to the table. But you can't ignore down 21 at the half to James Madison and overcoming that. Uh so it really depends how you want to answer that, but obviously, I don't know. Who do, who do you think? Was James Madison or North Dakota State better? Uh, man, I, I would probably say James Madison was the better team because North Dakota State is so one-dimensional, and, and props to them because when they were down, they kept with the run. They didn't stop what oh, yeah. they were doing. They didn't change how they played, and James Madison was able to do both. Now, on the other hand, North Dakota State, there was kind of a mental game to it because this is the team, this is the Patriots. These are the Alabama yeah. Tide. This yep. is the team that wins all the time, and you know they win uh, eight national championships in the last nine years. 
I mean, that's the team to beat. So. Well, I, I said when we did beat them on that episode, they just had an it factor. Yeah. You just could feel – and it's like when, when we were shaking their hands after the game, they, they were almost just didn't know how to handle it because they'd never been in that position. Just losing in the quarterfinals like that was just was something that, that the Bison never do. Well, saying shaking hands, they, they didn't shake our hands. They, they walked off the field. Yes. But even, even with their fans, and, and I always talked about this, they packed the house. They yep. came to play. Oh, they yeah. had this, the sea of green on their little side of the field. And so they all came to play. And so I say North Dakota, but James Madison is a, is a more dimensional team. And that's why I think South Dakota State was so hard because they – and, of course, we had some problems with rain. And I think if there wasn't a rain, it would be different. But they had the potential to throw. And we're going to talk about that game in a little bit and how the, all that went down. But, uh, yeah, North Dakota State, James Madison, and Monmouth. But, overall, what a journey we went through for the playoffs. But uh, we're past the playoffs. We're in the national championship. So, Hump, talk to me about the week of preparation. We kind of touched up it, touched up on it in the last episode, but we were still early into it. So, Hump, tell me about the overall preparation of the week. How were you feeling towards the end when we got on the bus heading to Frisco and, you know, doing everything in that? What was your overall reaction and feeling in the week of preparation? Well, really, talking about the week of preparation, uh, and it is different because, A, we had a longer week. We, we played on a Saturday and then – turnaround and the national championship was on Sunday so it's a longer week uh we dealt with some weather stuff um and you know I mean it's the national championship Dalton it's different it, it I know you agree with me that it had a different feel um but to tell you the truth I thought early in the week we didn't practice great I thought we were kind of I don't know it's just it's hard to be high all the time when You've had some really, really high highs. I mean, you you just beat James Madison to to go to the national championship, and, and so you know you're you're probably going to have some some layover uh, afterwards. Now, our practices before, like you know, towards the end of the week before we got on the bus to Frisco, I thought were were what they needed to be to to put us in an opportunity to win the national championship. And Coach Keeler, you know, his message all week was, you know, you can't practice. Like you're going to the national championship, you have to practice like you're going to win the national championship. And that really stuck with me. I love that because uh, it's one thing to get there, but it's a whole different story to win it. Um, and, and, you know, uh, and I'm, we'll get to this in a second, I'm sure. But just, you know, I, I liked getting there early. And I liked I liked the, you know, the big hotel arrival, you know, because... You kind of got the oh wows out early, you know. You didn't get there the day before, you know. We're staying at the Star, which was awesome, and it was a really cool experience for all of us. But you know, we go and see the stadium early. We go and do we go and do media day. We go and take pictures. We go and we go and practice. And so to get the the uh, to get the the whole national championship experience, kind of the the wow factor to get that out early. And before game day, I thought was really important. Yeah, we're going to talk about the star. I know how you excited for that. That was your your home field. What I think is cool, too, about practice, and this is kind of how it's been this whole season, is our attitudes didn't feel like nobody was pressured. No. Like, it didn't feel like we were practicing for a national championship because everybody was calm, cool, and collected. And I always thought that was a really cool thing about this team is nobody was messing around. Nobody was acting like it was a national championship, but nobody was worried either. Coach Keeler always talked about not panicking. There was no panic throughout the Never. whole week of practice. Everybody did their thing, did our jobs. We had such a great practice. And then we left, and we had the practice at Frisco. We're going to talk about that. But, Humph, we get on the bus, we make it to Frisco, and you get to experience the star. And I know you've been there. You, you know, you've probably been to a bunch of games before in your time. You've been to the star. But, Humph, how did it feel going to the hotel and seeing all the cowboy gear? I, I remember I was in my, in my hotel room with my roommate, and I saw a fire truck. And the fire truck with cowboy colors had the star. And I, <laughs> That's I, cool. I, I was, That's really I was, cool. it was crazy for me. But Humph, how was it staying in the star and uh, seeing all that and getting to experience being in your in your hometown of the Cowboys and everything with that? Well, Dalton, yes, I've been there multiple times, but none none cooler than this. I am playing in a national title game, a national title, and I'm staying right beside the Dallas Cowboys headquarters. Mm. That's special, Dalton. Yeah, and. Uh, if you didn't hear, and actually I hadn't posted this yet because I didn't want to post it pre-national championship in case we lost, but tomorrow expect to see a picture uh, with me and a certain someone, one of my idols, 
Uh, I met Tony Romo this oh, weekend. Man. So the national championship was just was just gravy on, on top of my weekend. I mean, good Lord. Tony Romo is my guy. And uh, I, I'm going to say something about Tony Romo. And I can say it because I'm a Packer fan. And, and of course you're not. You're a Cowboy fan. But he didn't look very happy when y'all came up and took a picture with him, which is understandable. He got kind of bum-rushed by a group of players. But let me t- ask you this. You're Tony Romo sitting outside of the star, and you don't expect nobody to come up and take a picture with you. And I know he was in his slides, and he had, like, these cut-up uh, sweats on. But, look, you can't be mad about us coming to take a picture with you when you're outside of the of the field that made you famous throwing the football around with your kids. You know, take a couple of pictures. You don't have to be so grumpy. But it was really weird. We were all sitting up getting ready for meetings, and somebody says, hey, is that Tony Romo down there? And we all look like, oh, my God. Tony Romo is just standing there <laughs> acting like like no, nobody's business. We all go take a picture. It was really cool. Uh, but I went to – this was my first time coming to the Star. And, uh, you know, I might be a Cowboys hater. But as a player, if, if I ever get a chance to go to the draft or, or get drafted, maybe get signed – Yo, Cowboys, hit me up. Cause, cause, wow, what a <laughs> I, nice facility. I, I'm not going to put you too much on the spot, but I'm pretty sure one night you and I were walking to dinner, and uh, I think you whispered under your breath, you know, you're starting to become a Cowboys fan. Oh, my fan. God. I don't, maybe I heard different. I don't know. But I mean, I saw Ford Center, and I saw the little inside practice and facility. that's the practice facility. Oh, my Dalton. goodness. I mean, and then God the hotel almighty. and the headquarters. That whole city is built for the Cowboys. There's banners everywhere. That whole area is is incredible, by the way. Frisco, That just that, that whole entire – if you've never been there, you need to go. But it's got the pro shop. You've got – 10, 15 restaurants. I mean, it, it's really, it's happening down there. Yeah, it's a really fun fan experience. And I even saw, like, down the street, there's a bunch of numbers everywhere for famous players. You yep, see that's actually, 80. so those are the Ring of Honor. Uh, people that have been inducted into the Cowboys Hall of Fame, all their numbers are lined the street. Which is crazy. Awesome. It looks like a really so cool. fun place to so live cool. and to play. And a fun fact, I know Noah Caldwell, our long snapper, the star, Ford Center and the Star was his home field. That is correct. Which is crazy. You're playing in a an NFL Frisco facility. High Raccoons. Man. Yes. Shout out Noah yes. Caldwell. Yes. Long snapper in the national championship. We love that guy. But yeah, it was a really fun experience. So, Hump, talk to me about the practice and the media day. This was Saturday. We played on a Sunday. So, we get in. We have a, ourselves a whole day. And uh, kind of go through what was going on. How did you feel? We got to take the team picture and experience. How was it seeing the field for the first time, seeing the Toyota Center? Have you seen it before? And what was your first reaction? So I, I'll actually, I'll tell you the truth. I've never been to the Toyota Center. Wow. And I, and I live I live an hour and 10 minutes away. I grew up playing baseball and travel sports all throughout Dallas, all throughout Frisco. And I've never been to Toyota Stadium. And, and I'll tell you what. I probably will be going to an FC Dallas game uh, yeah. uh, sometime soon because it's an it's a really neat place. I mean, it, it felt you could tell it was a professional sports stadium because when you walk in, I don't know, it's hard to explain if if you're not there, but it kind of has that on top of you feeling. Yeah, it's like, so deep into the ground. I know, and the and the sounds and the like when the when the music was playing, like it was loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, like not couldn't hear, and and you know, I know it was limited capacity. But if I closed my eyes, you wouldn't have been able to oh, tell yeah. me that because it was, I mean, it was rocking. Uh, and But yeah, so media day uh, was really cool. It was cool. What well, The coolest part for me was walking into the locker room and seeing all the national championships, Sam Houston stuff, like the banners and the stickers and the oh, yeah. just all that. Like that was awesome. But putting on I mean, uniforms. Having a locker room in general was pretty awesome too. Oh my God, I forgot what that, like, <laughs> that, what that luxury felt like, <laughs> Dalton. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, putting on a uniform was cool. Taking a picture, uh, they actually gave us, which I thought was cool. They gave us a little plaque with uh, South Dakota, Sam Houston State uh, national championship game with the date, all that, and and our team photo on it. Um, hey, looking back at it, all the gear and all the all the stuff we got, I'm really glad we won because oh, yeah. because if we didn't. It all would have been a little tainted. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, if you don't know, you probably have seen a bunch of us take pictures. I posted on Twitter. Oh, baby. And this is a Frisco thing, so oh, I think yeah. South Dakota got it too, but we all got cowboy hats. I'm wearing mine right now. Wearing, I, felt, I felt like it was appropriate. It looks great, and it, it was really cool. This is my first. I've always wanted a cowboy hat being from California, and I finally got one, and the whole team got one. It's really cool. How does it feel to be wearing Of course, if we lost, don't think we'd be wearing the cowboy I, hat. I'm telling you, I, I know my personality uh, the travel gear, the the uh, the plaque, the ball we got, you know, I, I wouldn't. I'd have it. I'd keep it. I'm not. I'm not the top to throw it away. But 
I'm definitely not rocking the cowboy hat. <laughs> I'm not rocking a losing cowboy hat. But something that I thought, thought was cool, and this is because I guess I'm a film major and I kind of worked with radio and stuff, is when we got to the stadium, they were doing their, their rehearsals. They, yep. they had the sideline reporter. They had the music going. They had, like, the test video running. And being able to see that and, like, see on the side, it was Sam Houston versus South Dakota and all of our logo and everything. Like you said, it was a real it was real crazy seeing the, the stadium as it is. And, man, soccer stadiums are really cool the more I know. you see it. A little disappointed that... Because of it being oh, soccer yeah. season, it is is the spring. They didn't get to put the paint on, so it was a blank field, which is a little disappointing. But you know what? Now let me say this though: had it rain, or had had there had there been paint, the rain would have made that a mess. Oh yeah, especially uh, like, in our white jerseys. Oh my gosh, Eric Smith's jersey was already dirty enough. <laughs> we would have had blue. Purple, yellow, red, green, everything, all the colors. Yeah, but it, it was a really cool stadium, really cool experience. We got the practice on their on their side field yep. on Saturday. It was really fun, locked in, and uh, we got rolling into the into the hotel for the next night. So tell me, what was going on with it? What was the team's mindset? What was Coach Keeler saying? What was what was our our message? And and how did we feel sleeping? You know, the day before the national championship. Well, first off. How good was the food the oh, night before? Man. Wow. The star. The steak that we off. had. Oh, my goodness. I, and I'm not a picky eater. I, I'm kind of I'm easy to please with the food. But that was the best road game meal at Sam Houston State that I've ever had. Easily. Not even the dinner, the breakfast. Yes. I, I'm, oh, a, I'm yeah. the type of guy that when we go away, I don't eat a lot of food because I don't want my stomach to hurt for the game. But man, the breakfast and then the dinner that night, I was uh, I was making a mistake and eating a lot. So Coach Keeler's message. Uh, so he told us that it actually came from from the great one Nick Saban and what his message is to uh, his players the night before a national championship. Obviously, he has a lot of practice with that, uh, being that they go every other year. It seems like, but it, it was short and sweet. But I think it was perfect. Uh, and, and in a nutshell, the message was, you guys are here for a reason, you know, and, and you have to believe that going into tomorrow, the reason that you're here is enough to win it. And, and, and that's awesome because, you know, I always preach about doing your job and, and basically, you know, if you go off of, of, of Nick Saban's mindset and what coach Keeler his message relayed to us, if we just do our jobs and just and just play with inside of our abilities, we we can do this thing. We are here because we're supposed to be here. And and man, I, I think that's exactly what happened. I think I just I don't know, man, all year it just felt like we did what we had to do to get the job done. Another thing that was told to me and Coach Rogers, he was formerly my tight ends coach. He became the offensive line coach for Sam Houston. He likes to say is never get too high, but never get too low. You know, you're going to have your big moments that are going to be really good, and you can dwell on it for a little bit, but you got to let it go and keep going. And if you're going to have some bad moments, and we had some moments in the game where it got really close, you never want to be too low. So Every playoff game. Yeah. I mean, it was a ro- it's a roller coaster of emotions. That's what my high school offensive coordinator used to say on Friday night, Friday night football games. Football games are roller coasters. There's going to be moments where you're at the top of the hill and things are going great. And then there's going to be moments where you're just at the bottom, and, and it's really not all that fun. But yeah. you just have to you got to stay you got to stay neutral. But talk to me about Coach Keeler. With this win, he kind of, kind of puts him in some some high categories mm-hmm. here. So uh, tell me, you know what what game? How does it? What does this game mean for Coach Keeler? What does this put to him? And uh, let me ask you a question. A hot take. We don't know yet. FCS is there a Hall of Fame, and will he make it? Well, there's I don't know I don't think there's an FCS Hall of Fame, but there there's a college football Hall of Fame, uh, and that's in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's definitely gonna make the Hall of Fame. Think so. He's the winningest he's the winningest FCS coach uh, in the playoffs ever. He passed Jim Tressel, who is an Ohio State legend. Uh, he's the only coach to win a national title with two different teams at the FCS level, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. He's so deserving. I mean, he puts he put together a great coaching staff. He put together a great a great football team. And, you know, I, I know you guys have seen the reports. You've seen the, the stories on on a, a, where a lot of this recruiting, you know, the way we've done it the last couple of years came from. But man, he was tired he was tired of losing to North Dakota State and James Madison deep in the playoffs. You yeah. know? That's that's where the soft Houston stuff came from because you know we'd run through the southland 
We would make it to the quarters, make it to the semis, and then kind of get embarrassed, kind of, kind of get embarrassed. Um, and I think now, uh, I mean, especially going into this next year, we're going to have a target on our back. We are, we are public enemy number one. Everyone is going to want revenge on Sam Houston, uh, but that comes that comes with being the champs, Dalton. Yeah, he said uh, he wanted to change his program around. He did that. He made us a lot bigger, a lot stronger. He hired Coach Parker and Coach Susano, who we love very much. Coach Parker is our strength and conditioning coach. He does a great job. He kind of changed the way we work out and how we run and put a lot of more focus on our body. And then Coach Susano, our dietitian, she does a great job. A lot of people, a lot of us have weight problems and keeping weight or losing weight and all that. She does a really good job on that side of the ball. So they changed the game for us. And uh, I really think next year. Uh, we're gonna have a we might have a completely different team because a lot of people are gonna want to come to Sam Houston. We love bringing transfers in. You know, we might see a lot of transfers want to play for the national champion team. It's gonna be really interesting to see how it goes. But Coach Keeler does a great job, and uh, he's kind of set himself into in the, in the record books now. And uh, he he's not done yet. He says he got a long way to go. Yeah. And uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes. He so, told us one time that he would die as the the Sam Houston football coach. And I, I believe it. Oh, I I totally believe it. And another thing too, you kind of talked about the South the Southland Conference and how you know Southland and we run through that. And I think also what comes with that is the Southland used to be really weak. Yeah. And Keeler used to he talks about this all the time. How you know back then uh, there's some times where there's teams are like okay well, we know that these teams are going to be not as hard as you know your UCAs and your Nichols. But nowadays, and we've talked about this before, right before playoffs even started, the Southland was, and it was because there's no more Southland for us, but the Southland was really competitive. Yep. And uh, nowadays, every team was hard to beat. Look at Northwestern State. I mean, we almost we almost lost to them. It was a close game. Uh, but now we're in the WAC, so it's a little different now. But the Southland's gotten better. The waction is going to begin. We have a tough schedule this year. So uh, everything's adapted and changed, but good for us. We, we, we ran through the bracket in the conference, and we ran through the playoffs and we're here national champions and what a great feeling it is so Humph, you go to bed you wake up the next morning it's game time what's on your mind how talk to me about your morning what's in your head what do you have any pre pre pre-game traditions you like to do just talk to me about your morning before the big game well i uh first off i told my roommate uh mike dare uh mike dare oh man uh, the old head What what a great way to end his career but i told mike dare i said mike you know, this has a chance to be the last time you ever go to bed as a normal person. Mm. And what I meant by that is now for the rest of our lives, every time we go to sleep, we're a national champion. We get to wake up a national champion, <laughs> and that's that's awesome. But wake up, Dalton. I always take a shower uh, really early on game day. I don't I don't like to feel rushed, so I do everything very early. I I get to where I need to be early. I I. I Put my clothes on in the same in the same order. L- little things like that. I'm all about routine. Uh, but yeah, you know, eat breakfast. Uh, had, we had an offensive meeting. Um, I I just I like to stay loose, dog. I like to be on my phone. I like to you know scroll through social media, kind of listen to some music. You and I uh, we talked on the bus. We we were bus partners uh, all year, and so that was always fun. But I don't. I've never been the. I think if you're. I think if you're too tight, too serious. You're too tight and too serious. I think you need to enjoy the moment. I, I, I wanted it, and this is what I told you. And we, when we talked to Tim Flanders, um, I, I wanted to know that it was a big game and treat it like a big game. But I also, I wanted to, I wanted to really soak in the fact that, golly, I am playing in a huge game. Mm-hmm. I'm playing in 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 the biggest game in Sam Houston history right now. I'm playing in it. And so I treated it that way. I enjoyed it. Got a lot of awesome pregame good luck texts from a lot of you know friends and family and old teammates and stuff like that. So that was special. Um, but I mean, it's different, Dalton. You're playing in the national championship. We're not, you know, we're, we're not lining up. We're not lining up to to go play against Lamar. We we know this is this is it. This is for for immortality. And so. It was just it was it was definitely a different morning. Yeah, similar to you. So my hotel mate is also my roommate Ben Bankston. He's our backup center. He's been one of my best friends for for a couple of years now. We all I woke up, I woke up early like you, took a shower, and uh, me and Ben we have a couple of videos we always watch in the morning. We we blare some music uh, in, in, at our house in the living room. We'll blare. So we had the music on in the, in the hotel. We were just jamming out, having a good time. And just kind of like you, I'm loose. I'm enjoying the moment. You know, a lot of people always are taking videos and stuff. I just kind of like to see it and soak it in. It's a memory that's going to live for me forever. 
So I was just having a good time. I was really enjoying my time there, having the breakfast with everybody and just being around people. I liked hanging out with everybody, getting ready to roll. And uh, it was a really fun experience. And like you said, knowing that we're playing a national champion against the one of the best teams we're ever going to face. And uh, you never know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to be my last snap. This is the last time we go to the national championship. I hope not. I hope we have a couple more. But uh, it was something I just wanted to soak in and really enjoy. And, uh, and you know, we get to the big game. Before we do that, before we talk about the game as it is, I want to do something for next year, a little early, a little something early. So, uh, you know, this is the national championship, and we and we won, obviously. We got the win 23-21, to 21, but this season is over now. So we got to get ready for next season, which is coming up kind of quick. We, we only have a Quicker little bit of time off. Yeah. So we're going to do our little <laughs> early top five for FCS football. And, of course, we're going to start from five to one. And uh, I th- it's going to be similar, I assume, the way the, the, way the teams are. But uh, we're going to start with number five. This is, this is not post uh, at the end of the year. This is the beginning of the year for FCS season. How do you think they're going to start us off? So, Humph, who is your number five team? Hey, sp- b- before we get into this, did you see that the rankings came out, like the post the postseason rankings? And obviously, we were unanimous number one. But that, oh, Ooh, man, it feels, it feels good. good. It feels good, <laughs> man. It feels good. <laughs> uh, okay, but yes, just just as as Dalton said, this is this isn't a post spring FCS season. This is a way too early preseason ranking for the fall. And my number five team. I'm going with the Delaware Blue Hens, number five. Okay, and, and uh, what? Why Delaware? Because they kind of they kind of had a bad last game, but you think because they got there, kind of keeps them in the in the running. I think it's a great stepping stone to get back to where Delaware football thinks they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Delaware they kind of give me the uh, the Nebraska vibes, where you know we won a national championship a long time ago. And we think that we're still national title contenders, but we really haven't been in the last couple of years. But I think I know that Delaware can get back to that. It's a, he's he's been the coach for for a while now. Uh, obviously, Coach Keeler won a national championship with the Blue Hens, but I I think that their strong CAA showing uh, is a good step in the right direction going forward. Well, my number five it might be considered a hot take. Okay. I'm going with the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Now, hear me out. Here. Okay, I, this, I like that. This is my reasoning. I think Delaware, and this is just thinking how they're going to rank it. You know, Delaware had a bad loss, and Jacksonville State had a bad loss. I think they're going to kind of count those. Maybe it's fluke seasons. I don't know because Delaware's always been kind of successful, but still in and out. Jacksonville State's been in and out. But the the season that North Dakota had, and uh, you know, they had a bad end, but they played South Dakota State, which is the team that was in the national championship. I think they are a good team. They are a Missouri Valley team, which is obviously very important for the rankings and how they see it. I think they're going to start them off high. Maybe they fall off later in the season as it, as it goes on. They're going to start off really high in my opinion, as high as number five, and uh, only because the other four teams are just much better. But North Dakota, we, we, we really liked them this season. I picked them most of the time, and I really, I really enjoyed their season. I think they're going to be very successful in the years to come. So I think they're going to start off really early at number five. Well, Dalton, I like that because I think it goes back to exactly what you said. They beat South Dakota State, okay? They're, they're you know, they went as far as North Dakota State, so maybe... Maybe a little bit of a recruiting shift happens. Maybe they're they're able to get a couple guys that that they would lose to the Jackrabbits and lose to the Bison, and you know maybe maybe those Dakota schools start to even out just because of because of how good they all are. Yeah, um, I mean that is the SEC of the FCS. Yeah, I mean, we've said it all year. And like I said, with the Missouri Valley being who they are, it definitely gives them a boost already. Maybe above the Delaware. It's not saying Delaware is not a bad team. They're a great team. They had a good run. But uh, I just think with the who they are and what converse they're in, it definitely helps them out. So, Humph, who is your number four team? Now, Dalton, I, I can pretty much assure you we have the same top four teams. Now, what order they are, I'm not sure. But my number four team, and this this is more of a result of what happened in the game, but I'm going South Dakota State. Wow. I'm putting them four, and here's why. Quarterback towards ACL. I hate that for him. Mark Gronowski, one of the best freshmen, one of the most talented freshmen in the country. He has a super bright future, and I and I hate that for Jack Rabbit Nation. You know, there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of talks of 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 what ifs. You know, what if he doesn't get hurt? Uh, but he tore his ACL first drive of the game. Uh, it actually it gave me Colt McCoy, and I've talked about this on the podcast. It gave me Colt McCoy flashbacks when he got hurt against Alabama in the title game back in 2011. But, you know, I hate that for him. Um, and, you know, Dalton, this late in the year, 
I don't know if he'll be back for the fall. I don't know. Uh, and he's just a freshman. Obviously, he has a, a long career ahead of him, but they're going to be good. They're going to be good. The running back that the running back that ran all over us uh, was not the All-American running back oh, that South man. Dakota State had. It was a true freshman running back that South Dakota State had. So they're going to be fine. That offensive line is nasty, big, big, and nasty. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, for right now, my preseason rankings, I've got the Jackrabbits at four. Yeah, like you said, a lot of people are probably going to say, what what would be if it wasn't raining? What would be if the quarterback didn't get hurt? But uh, my number four is North Dakota State, the okay. the opposite, the the rival. Uh, North Dakota State, they still are North Dakota State, so they're going to be ranked high. But uh, this wasn't their season. And like you said, you said if North Dakota State wins the national championship this year, they're going to win forever. This is going to be the year that a new team wins. And obviously it was us. But North Dakota State, they still are very good. They can run the ball. They are big. They are strong. And they, they, they won all the time. They can still recruit very well. So I'm still going North Dakota State being a top five favorite. Uh, are they going to have a similar year than this year? I don't know. They have a, they have a new quarterback coming in that was ineligible in the spring. He's back. and Or he's not back, but he's here. And uh, he might he might be the starter. We don't know. They had some quarterback issues. They didn't know who was going to play. So I think they'll be ready. They have a lot of revenge. The fans have not been happy. They have not oh, been happy boy. about the spring. They have not been happy about Sam Houston winning. So they definitely have a target on our back. They'll be coming for us. Hopefully, we'll have another matchup. And hopefully, it will be in Huntsville again. Now, I'll, I'll say this about the fans. Uh, if I see one more angry social media post about how this, you know, Enjoy this championship because it doesn't even really count. If I see one more of those, I, I'm going to flip because yeah. if the Bison would have won, it would count. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and that's just that's that's just reality. I, I'm I'm telling you, that's exactly what would what would happen. So I don't pay any attention to that nonsense and and any any asterisk. Any we've already I've you guys know how I feel about it. That's bullcrap. I mean, I don't I don't even have to go into it why I think that's bullcrap. But you know the Bison. Um, and uh, since we're on the Bison, they're my number two team next year. I, I know I'm going out of order, but I've got them too. Um, I, I know I, they're going to be back in the fall. They'll be back. Uh, not that they – I mean, a quarterfinals loss isn't necessarily the end of a dynasty. I, I kind of laughed when I saw people you know, saying that the Bison dynasty was over. That's, that's blasphemy if you think that. They're, they're going to be back, and it, and it wouldn't surprise me – if we get another Bearcat Bison matchup, hopefully in Huntsville, Texas, but it wouldn't surprise me if we got another deep matchup that way. Now, do I want it to be the quarterfinals? Eh, I'd rather it be the semifinals yeah. of the national championship. Uh, you know, two clash, two titans. Uh, but I, I just, I, I, you know, the new quarterback. Hopefully that that helps them out. Um, I, I just, I can't, I just, I don't think that they're going to stay stay down uh, for that long. I, I, I'm fairly confident that they will be back, and I'm fairly confident that the Bearcats and the Bison will see each other again. Yeah, they're definitely going to be top five. If I'm a South Dakota fan and they rank North Dakota number two, I'd be very upset. And I understand why they would do it, because it's who they are. But, I mean, you just lost, you lost in the national championship, and you barely lost. And so do you have, you have South Dakota State number two? I, I do. But so we both have JMU three. We both have JMU three. Okay. I think uh, they're, they're, they're the middle team. Like we said, they kind of had a rough regular season, didn't really play much, still a talented team, had a great playoff run, uh, played us in a close game. But James Madison is still that kind of the, the younger brother right now in the FCS. Can you agree? Well, younger brother to North Dakota State. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just mean he's – they're all. I always feel like they're always – the team that could have been, the team that could have won, the team that well, came up short, and, and their fans act like they're they're just some ridiculous dynasty, and they have one national championship in the last in the last fifteen. Yeah, they're them. always right there, but just can't can't grab. No it, one you know? remembers the second man to land on the moon. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and and no no nothing against JMU and the Dukes. They obviously have tremendous success. They've been to multiple national title games, but they got one title. Yeah, they got one title. They're yeah. they're. They have the same amount as us in the last in the last <laughs> however long it's been. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're always they're always right there, but they're really close. Yeah. So three, I think, is a good good start for them. We'll see how they go. Are they Maybe. going to be in the end in the playoffs come next season? Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to be there. Yeah. Will they be number one again? Who knows? Well, hopefully, we can keep number Hashtag one. Hashtag. And- Stop ranking JMU one. <laughs> yeah, and come ho- on. Hopefully, people don't say that for us. What yeah, we don't want yeah. that hashtag to start. But not, my number two is South Dakota State. They they were the runners up, and uh, man, ACL injuries are hard. 
But I've seen people recover pretty oh, yeah. quickly. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they're going to start off number two just because they were the semifinalists in the national championship. But uh, I think they start off two. Whether they fall off because they don't have the quarterback, Gronowski, I don't know. But they have two really good running backs that I saw run all over us. So yeah. I, I know what the potential is. Their offensive line is massive. Their defense is really talented. So I think they start off at two, and then we'll kind of see how it goes from there. And uh, Hump, I think we know who our number one is. Oh. Sam Houston no State doubt, University, brother. There's of course. no doubt. Uh, we have a chip on our shoulder and a target on our back. It's going to be a fun season, but uh, like you said, we kind of need a little bit of a break. we got to have a little bit off. But uh, Sam Houston, number one, is the obvious answer. Dalton, I want to pull up a, a graphic that I saw earlier today. Here are the undefeated national champions in Division One football for the last 20 years, okay? Alabama. Of course. Clemson. Okay. Florida State. Oh, what a good team. Oklahoma. The U. Miami. LSU. Auburn. Texas. Ohio State. North Dakota State. And Sam Houston. Holy company right there, brother. So what I hear is we could compete with all those teams. I mean, I'm Do not we saying Bama? we want Bama, but we want Bama, basically. <laughs> uh, at one funny part about that graphic The first comment, and of course it's the first comment underneath it, but it said, this graphic is fake. UCF is not a part of it. That's ridiculous. But that's obviously that's funny. Uh, But man, just undefeated national champions, Dalton. Hopefully we've got the whole team coming back, bringing in some good freshmen, bringing in some good transfers, whatever the case may be. But man, knowing that we are going to start next season number one is is an incredible feeling. And all – I mean, honestly, I, maybe maybe people disagree, but it kind of I don't guess I don't guess you would describe it as putting a chip on our shoulder or on my shoulder, but it's a lot of motivation. It's a lot oh, of yeah. pressure. You don't want to you don't want to win a national championship and then and look at LSU this last fall. They they put together one of the greatest college football seasons to date. And then they they barely make a bowl this yeah. year, you know. I mean, but we don't, to be fair, they had oh, every starter on both sides get drafted, which is insane. Oh, no doubt. I mean, they lost they lost the entire team, uh, but we're bringing our entire team back, yeah. Dalton. So it's like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, they they won the Super Bowl and they're reloading, you know. Uh, and and it, Coach Keeler, his message to us at the meeting tonight was, "Boys, we need to enjoy this. Take when when you're taking this time off, enjoy it. Don't worry about." You know, back to back, repeat, and all that nonsense. Enjoy this when it's time to start back up and to get back into get back mode, get back to the national championship. We'll be ready, but yeah. for now, let's freaking enjoy it. Now, let's be real. I've seen the way that people have talked about Sam Houston throughout the whole season and the playoff. You know, there's a high possibility that Sam Houston does not get ranked number one. I, I could see it happening. A lot of people say it was a fluke season because of the spring, <laughs> because of all this and all that. I could see us maybe falling into two or three. I don't know who would be number one. Maybe James Madison, maybe South Dakota State. But it could happen. So, Humph, you know, talking about that, do you have anything to say to the people? And like we said, we had kept the receipts. The people that kind of doubt us the whole time. Well, I with the, with the fact that no one lost a year of eligibility, so if if – legit the entire team decided to come back the entire team would be back so i don't know how i don't know how you would rank them any lower than one the team that won it and beat everyone it's not like i mean if south dakota state won it i'm not saying they wouldn't be deserving by any means my entire point last episode was the best team will win the best team will win the national championship but they they didn't they didn't beat who we beat they yeah. didn't they didn't have the they didn't have the gauntlet we had yeah. we beat i mean Dalton, we beat First off, Monmouth, who is a probably, if I had to do my preseason ranking, I'd probably have him eight or nine, to be honest with you. So you beat Monmouth. You beat the eight out of nine last national champions, okay? Then you beat the number one team in the country, okay, in the stats, in the stats poll, number one team in the country. And then you beat the number one team ranked in the playoffs, the, the number one seed. So... And and with no locker room, with, yeah, with I, a blizzard in Texas, COVID, with COVID, yeah, spring season, all just all these factors. I mean, you you the term "beat the best to be the best" has never been more true for San yeah. Houston State. So I don't, I to me, there's no shot that we're outside of number one. But if we are outside of number one, that is 
that's nothing but Sam Houston hate. I mean, and we've seen it all year long. And every time we beat something, it was either the other team's fault for doing something uh, wrong. I know. Or it doesn't matter. They're going to lose next week. You know, soft Houston. This team is better. That team is better. Well, we're here. We Dalton. have our ring. We have our trophy. Dalton, there, there's no better quote than if if ands and buts <laughs> were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And, I mean, that's the quote right there. But let's Put it on a T-shirt, brother. Man, we have we, we got just, lots of T-shirts to make now. Champion T-shirts. Got, yeah, I need a T-shirt. I need a T-shirt with a tent. I'm telling oh, you, I, I need the tent. The tent and the weather. A lot. We could of put things. the zoo on there. We could put a bear oh, cat, a jackrabbit, a bison, a duke, whatever. Well, wait a, a hawk, minute. A saluki. Yeah, there's only one them all. There's only one zoo. A spider. There's one walk on radio zoo. Dalton's no, Funhouse Zoo. There's no jackrabbits in that zoo. Okay, no jackrabbits. There's rabbits. a cadet. Okay. There's oh, a saluki. How can I forget the cadets? Of course. And Dalton, there's a spider. Our, our, I'm telling you, this spring FCS season is a direct result of of. Walk on Radio's growth. We had so much fun. I, I know. I, I mean, our social media interactions, our, our our podcast love from across the nation. And I to mean, be able to document this whole journey for us, like each week we were talking about the, the game plan and how we felt, and then the next week we talked about how we were, we won, and each week we just kind of grew and grew, and now we're talking about how we won the national championship. It's funny because before the season, so obviously Walk on Radio had been going on for – I guess probably 20 or 30 episodes before the season started and you and I talked about okay well if we lose like we can't we can't bash people we're not going to I mean that's our teammates and our yeah. coaches we're not going to we're not going to talk negatively about Sam he's say we're going to you know kind of have to do the the Peyton Manning post game interview kind of the ah uh, you know I just didn't do this good didn't do that good but we never lost. We never lost. No, we, ne- we, we didn't have to practice for that. And the jump onto that, too, I mean, we've t- we had this conversation that if we didn't make it to the national championship in the in, in the playoff run. Yeah, you and I got in a, a heated argument There's a chance we don't do a national championship show. Of course, I was saying, well, we have to. There was a lot of disagreement with I, that, but we didn't have to do that. I know I told you that I would have still done the episode, but I'm going to be honest with you. I probably wouldn't have done the episode. I, I knew that. I prepared for that. Isaac Schley was ready to perfect, come in. Perfect. Our backup host. <laughs> at any time one of us go down, he's ready to roll. But we didn't have to worry about that because we're here. We won. So let's talk about this game. There's a lot to unravel about Boy. this game. What an ending. Let's start off with, with Hurricane Frisco. We start off with pouring rain. The orange storm, as people are calling it. But before we even get to that, let me just ask you how it felt to run out of the tunnel for the first time. Because oh, I thought, you know, we get the smoke, the fireworks is coming out, it's pouring down rain. What was going through your mind? Well, I was terrified, first off, because the smoke was the smokiest smoke I've ever oh, seen. Oh, I got lost. I, usually, I, I'm, I'm like sprint 20 yards and then kind of turn around and dab everybody up. I'm like walking out of the tunnel because I can't see I can't see my face mask. Yeah. It's so bad. And so I'm just taking it all in. I mean, I'm I'm breathing whatever that smoke was. I'm sure it's not healthy for you, but fireworks are going, the crowd, it's pouring rain. It not pouring rain, Dalton. Torrential downpour. Oh my god. Pre-game warm-ups was the crack. And honestly, though, looking back at it, it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, it's now if we would have lost, I would have definitely been pissed that it rained, been mad, but now that we won. It was I don't know, it was like it was it was like a movie or something. It was a perfect way for our season to go with everything that's been going on. The thing that's cool Another about the, bump in the road. Exactly. And the thing that was cool about the smoke, and like you said, I was right behind Isaac. And so, you know, Isaac's running in front of me and all of a sudden he disappears. I'm like, oh Lord. But the cool <laughs> yeah. thing about the smoke is you go in, you see smoke, and the next thing it just opens up exactly. into the stadium. Exactly. And it's such a cool feeling. And the tunnel, I didn't even talk about the tunnel walking down. It had the yeah. banner. I mean, I, I felt like... Everyone's yelling, so it's echoing Oh, everywhere. my God. Everyone's slapping the wall. Yeah, it, it's a really cool experience, and, oh. and the crowd's rocking. I have to give a shout-out to the... Because we love the Jackrabbit fans. They came, Absolutely. They supported us when we did the mascot uh, tournament, and they loved us. And the Jackrabbit fans they were showed up. Deep. They they were deep, deep and loud. I'm pretty sure every citizen of the state of South Dakota was there. Yeah, they did a thing where it was like Bearcats, show your love, and, and our side was roaring. And like Jackrabbit, show your love, and they went crazy. Really good fan base for them. But running out, hearing them cheer, and then hearing the fireworks and seeing it pop out, it, it was a championship. It was really cool. The, the opening kickoff, everything about that. But Humph, talking about the first half because the first half and the second half are a little different. Yeah, so the first half. Had a little rain. We had delay in the middle, but uh, it's a lot of mistakes going on each side. Gronowski tears his ACL. What was your mind going through the first half? How'd you feel about everything? And uh, talk to me about Eric Schmidt's play and our offense in general. Well, I, I mean, first off, you could just tell 
that it was going to be a dogfight. You just knew. And, and, you know, we didn't know, was the rain ever going to stop? Were we ever going to be able to throw the ball? Uh, Eric Schmidt, I mean, he had Ife Day wide open on the, on the first offensive snap of the game, and he just wasn't able to get the ball out there because he can't grip the ball. It's pouring rain. Well, not only that, and, and I talked to Eric during the game. I asked, like, what happened? He said it wasn't that it slipped. He said the ball was too heavy. Oh, the ball yeah, is, no. I, the rain on the ball, it gets it a little heavy. He couldn't even throw it that far just because how heavy the ball was. Well, and I was worried uh, going into it because we are, you know, obviously we throw the ball around, and that's that's one of our biggest strengths. And, and if it's going to rain the whole time, that's obviously we're going to have to figure out something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – it, it was a dogfight, Dalton, and and just you know, it got to seven to seven. They scored early. I wasn't I wasn't too worried, uh, but we had you know we had the special teams miscue, um, uh, and and again it's because of the weather. I mean, good lord, uh, there were there were there were miscues on both sides. Uh, their holder actually completely botched a snap, and, and they actually had to bring in a backup holder. So. Well, you know I mean, who the backup holder was. It was the backup quarterback. The backup quarterback who became the starting. Who became quarterback. the starting quarterback. So a lot of lot of moving parts there. You, you didn't uh, you didn't get taken out, did you? Uh, pretty sure I had like my best game of the year holding. Man. Actually, uh, the FCS Frederick Award tweeted about how they they definitely picked the right winner because of how I handled the rain. I'm not gonna lie, Dalton. I was terrified. I was terrified. <laughs> that, was, that was the most important holds in my entire life. But uh, you know. How do we tie it up? Oh, okay. Jaquez Ezzard with the oh. rookie Madden juke mode. Make everyone else on the field fall down except him. I mean, we'll get into more on him in a second, but Jaquez Ezzard isn't human. Dalton. Jaquez Ezzard. Is not human. What a guy. And also with Jaquez, another guy that kind of carried this offense. And we'll, we're going to talk about Eric probably for about another hour. But Ramon Jefferson. Ramon, he's probably he's not going to break out for the 40-yard runs. But the the six yards he was getting, not only was he mowing everybody over, but he was getting where he needed to go, and he was getting the yards that we needed. Our offensive line did a really good job. But I don't Ramon, know what Ramon's stats were in the national championship. I really haven't looked at any box score stuff, but he played his best game of the year. Man, he played his best game of the year, and and the 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 first and tens turned second and two, or or you know the the second and eights turned third and ones. Those goes a long. It goes a long way, Dalton. Yeah, calling calling plays. With with that gap instead of a, a bigger gap because we're able to run the ball and South Dakota State's front seven I think was one of their their bigger strengths. I yeah. mean they all season they flew around. Yeah, their uh, linebackers were able to get Logan the ball Logan Bacchus, mm-hmm. dude, golly, dude, that kid that kid flew around. I mean, yeah. so Ramon, huge props off to him. He, he's never gonna get the big stat game or, or, or the MVP or whatever. But great game, Ramon Jefferson. But the first half, a lot of mistakes on both both sides. Nobody could get their hands on the ball. Uh, really wet. It was pouring down rain. We get a lightning delay, so we have to go in for a little bit. So Hump talking about the lightning delay, talking about what was going through our minds in the locker room. I know we had we had our sandwiches going. Everybody was just kind of relaxing, enjoying themselves. Keeler comes in, speaks for a little bit, and then we got hype. Yeah. We we started. Keeler talked about it. we started dancing in the locker room, getting ready to roll. So talk me about that. How'd you feel during the lightning delay? You know, it was funny, Dalton, because – and you tell me if I'm wrong, but pre-games this year, silence in the locker room. Yeah. Silence. You can hear a pin drop. Yeah. Everyone's laser-focused, listening to their own music, silence. We're going for halftime. Or I guess it wasn't halftime until they told us it was halftime, but we're going for the delay, and five or ten minutes into it, it's it's pandemonium. Yeah. I mean, it, it, people are freaking out. Everybody is jumping around, dancing. We're getting hyped. And I don't know, Dalton. I felt like I felt like that maybe could have been the best thing that happened to us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hindsight is always twenty twenty, and, and I can say this because we won. But I think it was the best thing that could have happened to us. Yeah, it, it was definitely cool to get a little break, let the rain die down. Because when we go back out there, I you know not it started off still a little wet, but after that. I got the sun came out and it, we were back to normal. So second half, second half, you know, we come out of the rain delay. Well, we well so. There was uh, eight minutes left yeah. in the second quarter when we came out. We come out and score like pretty quick, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, and we get the interception, and I'm thinking, uh oh, oh yeah, uh oh, feel really we good. We might put it on them if it's not going to rain anymore. So talk to me about the juicy part where yeah. it starts picking up. South Dakota State, I think uh, I don't remember his name. Twenty two, South Dakota State's running back Isaiah Davis. I yeah. Believe. True freshman, True freshman starts turning it on. Oh, uh, you know, Barstool Sp- uh, Sports posted it. We love Brady Clopton. He's one of he's one of our good friends. 
Uh, Derrick Henry came out of Doggy Dog, came out of Isaiah yep. Davis. He stiff armed our boy. Now, but, let me let me let me come to Braden Clopton's yeah. rescue here. Leading tackler, yeah. freshman leading tackler. I I almost guarantee he will be on the freshman All American team. Incredible year, Braden Clopton. You. He will stick his head on anything. Oh my he God. will run through a brick wall, and I love that about him. And as a guy that's had to block against him in spring ball and training camp, he hits hard. Oh, yeah. He's not afraid oh, yeah. to, to throw his head in there. He did a great job. But Isaiah Davis did yep. give him oh, yeah. a stiff arm. That's yeah. going to happen. That's going to happen. Of course. The two. only person that has never made a mistake wasn't playing. So Yeah. But two big uh, two big runs by them. They score, and it kind of comes down to the final, final six well, minutes. Dal- I mean, Dalton I- – Going into the fourth quarter, we're up 10. I'm thinking, dude, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Boy, were we in for a heck of a fourth quarter. So they get they get the score, and they're up. A long score. How long? Like 88 yards, yeah. 90 yards or yeah. something? Crazy. And uh, we got to rely on, on Eric Schmidt, Jaquez Ezzard, Ramon Jefferson, our offensive line, Chandler Harvin. And uh, they get it done. So talk to me about that last fourth quarter, what you were feeling, how we did. And, you know, I, I was the, I'm right behind our coach because I have to get the signals in case we go double tight ends. And it was kind of a simple game plan. We were, we were running similar plays, kind of the same play down the line, but it was all up to Eric to do his thing. And, boy, did he do his thing. So talk to me about that last drive and, and the, the last quarter, everything that went down. I want to say this about Eric, and I tweeted this, uh, and Eric is Eric is one of my my dearest best friends, so I have all the respect in the world for him. But it's one of the it's one of the gutsiest, most I'm gonna win this game no matter what performances I've ever seen wow. in a football game ever. And I mean, I, you, we've seen the compilation of him of all the hits he took. I've watched a lot of football in my life, Dalton, a lot, and and I don't know that I'll ever see a performance as as just just determined and and I mean what a warrior what yeah. a warrior Eric was this last game as I mentioned before he he's my roommate and uh, there's a play where he tweets his ankle and have, if you've seen oh, it it's bad. it's bad it's bad and so he comes in this morning I'm, I'm seeing it his ankle's messed up yeah so it just yeah. kind of shows the the energy he had did but, you see did you see the face mask picture yeah yeah it, it, it's bent yeah and if you've ever felt a face mask you don't just bend the face mask. And there were a lot, a lot of late hits on the, air. the one. The, well, the, the one on the last drive, the the sandwich, it, it, it kind of hit him high at the same time, at way after the throw. I don't know how we don't get a fifteen yard penalty yeah. on that one. A lot of uh, a lot of calls that kind of got left in the air there. But uh, last drive, six minutes, we have to score. Had a couple fourth downs that we needed, and uh, we get it done. Sixteen play drive, man. Me. Talk about stress. I was on the sideline out for. For two seconds, I was like, "Oh no, this is not good." Well, it gets to the it gets to the fourth down, uh, fourth and three, going into the red zone, and I, I don't I don't feel good, Dalton. I'm be honest with you, I, no. I, I I I didn't feel good. Uh, not that I didn't think we couldn't do it, or not that I didn't think we would call a good play or whatever, but it's fourth and three for the national title game. I mean, I mean, it you know we're South Dakota State's trying to make a play, yeah. so. Great catch by Jaquez. Obviously, he had ten catches. Have you seen the replay of it? Oh yeah, he he fell. Oh yeah, he slipped and was still able to make a play. And we're gonna talk about Jaquez overall in this game. But my goodness, that was that catch. I think that catch was more important than Efe's catch. No, I know it was I, for a touchdown. I, I I'm telling you, I didn't know if we would get if we would get that conversion. But when we had a new set of downs going in, I felt pretty good that we were gonna score, even on third down. Third down with with 21 seconds, and that's the play that we scored on. That's the play that we opened up. The uh, the episode with, I was confident. I, I felt I knew that we could do it. And what a throw by Eric to make it. There were about three defenders have around. You seen, Ife. Have you seen the picture of so when Ife has the ball in his hands, there are three blue jerseys within a yard and a half. Oh, of him. incredible! It was it, a, just absolute threading the needle. Yeah, tight. I I was turned around. I couldn't watch, but when I heard the crowd uh, erupt and I turned around, I see Ife running. I was so excited. I was I was. Almost more excited because the two attempts before were to Isaac Schley. Yeah. Definitely would have been nice to have a tight end game winner. But you know what? I'll take an Ife game winner. It, it was so cool. But Seth Morgan, we love him to death. He misses the field goal. Yep. So now South Dakota. Wait, we didn't talk about his 45-yarder oh yeah. that, that looking back at it was huge. We won by two points. I mean, Seth 
This this kid is a walk on true freshman. Freshman All American come I think you can talk more about it because you're his holder. But talk me about Seth and just this whole season for him. Even when you first started, how when you first started, did you think that Seth Morgan was going to be a future All American? We hope and potentially going to have a long career here at Sam Houston. Well, I'm not going to say any names, but we brought in a scholarship kicker who's no longer on the team, and so I'm thinking, oh man, we're bringing in a scholarship kicker. This guy's going to be the real deal. Seth Morgan comes in camp. And just freaking wins the job. He just wins the job. He, he just, I don't know, man. He, he's emotionless. He, oh, he's, he's a, a quiet he kid. Is, he is just real laid back. Yeah. Just a laid back if, guy. If you've never seen Remember the Titans, he, he looks like sunshine. Sunshine. Got the long hair. He's got the ears pierced. I mean, the dude, the dude's a stone cold killer. I'm telling you. So Coach Keeler, it's a 45-yard field goal. And obviously, I'm the holder, so I'm paying attention. But... Uh, maybe we got sacked or something or, 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 or no gain. And I'm thinking, okay, dang, we got a punt. Coach Keeler starts calling for the field goal unit. It's a 45-yard kick. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. I was like, are we really about to kick this? And I'm glad we did because oh, yeah. Seth Morgan freaking knocks it down and career long. There there was some room for a little bit longer field goal. Oh, no doubt. That that wasn't even close. That, Dude, was, that I, was in. If you watch, go back and watch the video – it gets about 20 yards down the field, and I'm already jumping up celebrating because it is right through the pipes. Man, what what a great kicker. And with last year, with our struggles we had at, at kicking, I'm glad we finally found our guy. And hopefully, like I said, he has a long year at Sam Houston. But unfortunately, he misses the last yep. field goal. Yep. So we're up by two. And now South Dakota State, they have a chance. And, uh, you know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be an offensive coordinator and call plays. But they did a little. They tried to do a little, little, you know, hook and ladder, make a play, do something special. I don't know if that's the right move. I'm trying to get it as fast as I can downfield, maybe two big throws, and I'm trying to kick game winner. I couldn't call plays, so I'm not. Gonna, I couldn't say anything. But uh, you know, they they try the two hook and ladder plays to to make the sports center plays to get on the top ten. Doesn't get done, and it's over, huh? The clock runs out. We have won the national championship. <laughs> now, I know what happened with you, but I want you to tell the people, what were you feeling? Well. And I, uh, overall reactions. Well, I uh, I didn't know how I would react. I, I, I really didn't even think about it all week because uh, it's kind of just one of those in-the-moment things. Um, but I started crying. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say I wish I was more excited, but I was just so emotional, Dalton. I mean, just golly, the, the, everything we've overcome, everything, everything I've overcome, everything you've overcome. I mean, we had... You know, former walk-ons now on scholarship. Now we're national champions, Dalton, Man. and and that all all those emotions are, are just running through my mind. I'm thinking about all my family in the stands, all of you know back home. Just uh, I, maybe you too. I don't know, but I'm the first. I'm the first national champion in Silver Springs uh, football history to win one in, in college. So that's that's freaking awesome. Uh, just all those emotions are, are just running through my mind and. There's a great picture of me, and I'm just looking up into the stands, and I'm I'm bawling my eyes out, man. <laughs> it, it was crazy for me. Um, I don't know if I'm the f- first national champion from Alvin. Alvin's been around for a long time. Uh, maybe for football, I, there might be a baseball national champion. We are a baseball school at Alvin. Yeah. But uh, the clock hit zero, and I didn't know the clock hit zero. I heard someone say it was Coach Merck. Shout out Coach Merck. I never shout him out. My tight ends coach. I love him to death. He, he's the best. Burn the ships. He's my guy. But I was next to Merck, and Merck said, the clock's out. And I, I look, <laughs> and I see the clock's at zero, and I see people start running. So I just follow, and I'm sprinting to the middle of the field. And I don't know what I'm running for. I'm looking at everyone. I'm screaming. It was such a cool moment. You know, everyone's screaming and jumping around. Uh, and I stop. I shake some of the guys' hands from South Dakota. And, you know, that's a, that's a tough feeling. Yep. I don't ever want to yep. be in that feeling. So, of course, I say good game to some of the guys. But then I just started grabbing people and hugging them. It was a really cool moment. And like you said, two walk-ons on scholarship. But not only that, but we're two now we're now two guys that have significant roles. Yep. Yeah, we're both on special teams. We yep. both start on multiple special teams. I went in a few times for a double tight end set. Yep. So we both had a big role in this game. And not saying that it matters more if you win a championship and don't really play much. But we had a, a bigger role. You're more you're a leader on this team. And uh, I just really and I'm a leader with the tight end group. So I really felt like this meant if if we were on scout team la- last year, and there's nothing in scout team guys because they do a great job. I love our scout team guys, and we've both been there. But for me, I don't know. It would have been a little different because even though we get we do our job on scout team, it's it's different. This year we are both bigger roles on this field on the team, 
and uh, we were there. We got to step on the field and, and play, and it was a really cool feeling, and, and I'm glad I got to experience it and just kind of run. You got the ball. We did we did our thing, and it was a really cool moment. Don't I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, shout out the special team or the uh, scout team guys this year. They did a phenomenal job, giving, giving us a great look, whether it be scout O, scout D, scout special teams, whatever. They were awesome, and they deserve every – Every bit of excitement and the rings and all that, but it's different. It's different. You and I are, are you know, I mean, we're going into our fourth year as Sam Houston State Bearcats. And so it it's different for us. It, 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 hits, it hits harder home. Uh, and I just, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that, that you and I are in the position that we are and that, you know, you and I, I it's funny, obviously we talked about this, but we were we are my first college roommate was Dalton Meyer and we didn't we didn't really we didn't really talk all that much it was kind of just a, in passing you know we weren't we weren't in the same friend groups whatever and now I consider Dalton one of my best friends and and to win a national championship beside him and beside the rest of the team is is something that I'll cherish for my entire life um, and that's I think that's where the the non excited oh, obviously I was excited but that's where the emotional uh, reaction came from just just grabbing everyone and hugging them, hugging hugging Coach Archer, hugging Coach Merck, hugging Coach Cardi. Uh, I, I hugged Bobby Williams. I hugged Miss Thompson. Just just everybody. Just what it means to each individual is something that that I'll never forget. Yeah, two things that made me really emotional were uh, Coach Rogers and Coach Merkins. Uh, if you don't know, you, no doubt you, most people don't. But no tight doubt. ends coach, offensive line coach. They both competed in two national championships as a player for the Bearcats. They haven't won one. They both went no over two, and uh, I, I rewatched the game every day after the game. I rewatched the game on ESPN, and you see Coach Rogers' reaction to finally winning one. I gave him a big old hug because he was my tight ends coach beforehand, and he finally got his win. Then I hugged Coach Merck. He was super excited. He the second the clock hit zero, he jumped up and saw his uh, wife and his kid. It was a really cool moment. Just moments like that. It was really fun to see everybody, see everybody crying and laughing, have a good time. Uh, you talk about scouting players. I have two scouting players I want to shout out. One is Seth Kolstein. He's an offensive lineman scout player. He does a great job. He brings, he brought the energy. He was suited out for the game. He was doing a great job. And another, I'm just going to say his first name because I think we're going to talk about him a lot in, in the fall, Tim. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. We're going to talk about him later for sure. Great player on defense. Uh, he does his job really well. But it was really fun to have everybody come out and suit out. There was a lot of guys this was the first time ever suiting up. It was really fun to see their reaction because we were there. My first time suiting up was against North Dakota when we traveled. So it was my first time traveling with the team. I really got to experience that. These kids got to experience it. And then we got to experience a national championship all together for the first time. But, Humph, you know, school-wise, we're seniors now. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We might have – I have three seasons. I think you have three seasons yep. left too. Actually, I will – so I actually finished my first degree this semester. Yeah. I'm getting a second degree and then I'll get a third degree. But, man, we, we're seniors on this team. I know. I know. My, it says on our roster redshirt sophomore, which yeah, is fair. But we're but seniors. We're seniors. We're, we're, seniors. We're, we're the old head here. It's really fun experience. But uh, I think the coolest moment too at the very end – you know, it, when we went up for the trophy celebration, I was in the back. So which I was, was kinda, awesome, by the way. I was looking at everything, and the confetti hit. Oh, which is a great moment. It's what, what's what I've seen on TV. I, my gra- whole life. I grabbed the confetti, put it in my helmet. I, I was making sure to grab it. Uh, South Dakota State was watching. Now I understand it's a tough moment for them, yep. but they're definitely going to use this. Yep. I know they might they might have a picture of us somewhere, but they're going to use this as motivation. They're coming next fall, and like we said about Target on our back. But uh, that's a moment, you know, shout out South Dakota State. They did such, played really good. They never gave up. They were down, been able to come back and almost win it. Uh, they're a really good team, and uh, they're going to remember this moment. It was as national championship worthy as it could possibly be. Mm-hmm. That was what the, that, that was the game that, that the sport of football deserved yeah. to, to decide the FCS national champion. And a very Sam Houston way of finishing it. No it doubt. wouldn't have been fun no if it doubt. was a blowout. Or if any other way, we had to win it with 16 seconds left. Uh, it was a really cool experience, and and Humph, we're national championship. We're done. Well, Kyle, uh, I don't want, I want to give him a shout out, but Kyle from uh, Splitting Hairs, he he's a part of Jackrabbit Illustrated. So if you if you're listening, I, I appreciate you. He he reached out to me. He just said, "Congrats, Ryan. Uh, awesome game. You know, Jackrabbit Nation respects the Bearcats." 
Um, and, and I just told him, I just told him I appreciated it, and that's exactly what a national title is supposed to be. I said, "Congrats on an incredible season. We'll be seeing you guys in the fall." And he said, "Until next time, we're ready to meet again." And yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. And that, and they actually stay a lot of jackrabbits. We're at our hotel, and good lord, the night before the national championship game, they had a, the the biggest pep rally. Oh my goodness! Outside of the star I've ever seen, it's, it's the most rabbits I've ever seen in one place in my life. <laughs> and, and like I said too. The Jackrabbit Rabbits, especially Walk on Radio, have been really good to kind yep. to us. And uh, there's been some other fan bases, like like the Bison. I'm not afraid to add them out. That when they lost, they they kind of complained and said it doesn't matter, doesn't count. I haven't seen it yet with I'll, the Jackrabbits. I'll co- I'll come out and say that James Madison is by far the worst fan base. They in, turned in on their own team. Ridiculous. Fire the coach. Uh, fire 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 fire. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Insane. Jack they Rabbit. lost in the semifinals. Good grief. What what I mean. Is it national championship robust every year? Yeah, and, and of course that might be the attitude. You know, uh, Texas as Texas Longhorns fans, we see it well that yeah. if they're not in the national yeah. championship, everything's wrong. But I haven't seen it yet. Jagrabbits, I feel like they've been pretty humble. They they played a really good game. There's nothing else they can do. I mean, we scored with 16 seconds <laughs> left. They left it out on the table. But what a cool experience, huh? But uh, you know, enough of that. We have a a fall to get ready for. Yeah. But for Walk On Radio, we kind of have some news and some updates how we're gonna handle this. Uh, we we do have a summer, and uh, you know, I don't know about you, Hump, but Huntsville, I love it here. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta go home. So t- tell everybody what our plan is for for this summer and what we're gonna do and how we're gonna handle our our next season of football and our next season of Walk On Radio. So uh, as Dalton said, you know, we're we're, we're going on a bit of a, a vacation. You know, getting away from football, getting our minds right, and join the championship run uh and for the month of june and the rest of may we're not gonna have any episodes we're gonna take a break we're gonna let we're gonna let the dust settle we're gonna enjoy it but come july dalton Mm-mm. it's go time baby hot takes cold takes oh man if ands and buts nfl previews college football previews fcs fbs whatever you name it fantasy football my draft's coming up in july we're excited about that but just a lot of fun stuff uh, and you know, our fan base is a little bigger now. It's a little different than the last the last July we had it. Oh yeah, uh, when we're having you know fifteen and twenty views, we're we're a little bigger than that now. Hopefully, we can keep growing. But social media obviously will still be in full effect uh, as this hiatus goes. But me and Dalton are excited. Uh, we've got some got some plans rolling. We'll we'll you know we'll let it unfold. But we've got some plans. Uh, you guys have been great. I mean, this is this. I'm telling you, this spring FCS season. Doing walk on radio was 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 one of the highlights of my week every week. Getting yeah. to do this, getting to talk about the Bearcats winning, and I just I think it's really been special. And uh, I I'm really appreciative for FCS football because I'm not gonna lie. In the beginning, I was a little nervous uh, that FCS football was gonna kind of drop for us, you know, viewing wise, because I felt like you know you know FCS football doesn't have as big a fan base as FBS. But it was complete opposite. You because couldn't, of you FCS, couldn't have been more wrong. Of course, it, we have grown because of it. I'm really excited to touch on everything. You know, this is this is a full year that we've done this. We have finished a full school year of both fall and spring sports, of spring football, and uh, we're moving on to the next one. So, Humph, any last words for for a month? This is the last the last words for a little bit from your national champions. Do you have anything you'd like to say? I. I'm just happy that we got to do this. Like I said in a bunch of episodes before that, you know, we talked about if we were even going to have football at all. And each week we were concerned, but we were able to cover the, you know, the the FBS National Championship. We were able to cover, cover the Super Bowl. We were able to cover, uh, cover the FCS National Championship, and it was us winning it. So, Humph, any final words for, for the people before we come back in a month ready to roll? Dalton, it's the perfect way to go out, brother. Walk-ons. Hall of Famers and everyone in between, all football, all the time. Oh, man, we we I really enjoyed this episode. This is your national champion, Bearcats, Dalton Meyer, Ryan Humphreys. We'll see you in a little bit, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.